Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Let me tell you about Built Bar. If you have a sweet tooth like I do and you want to be healthy, um, Built Bar has come along and they have absolutely rev- revolutionized the protein bar industry. And I think they have revolutionized the candy bar industry as well. It just hasn't hit anybody yet. Um, it's kind of big to well, be able to do both of those. Yeah, uh, but I think they are. I mean, uh, the, the health food, uh, you know, and protein bars tasting really great, made with real chocolate. And then... If you can make it taste like a Mounds Bar, tastes like a Mounds Bar, but it has uh, 150 calories in it, and it's loaded with protein and four net carbs, uh, why eat a Mounds Bar? I mean, it is, it's revolutionary what they're doing, and they're really, really good and good for you. Check them out now, Built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Save 15% off your first order. Use promo code BEC15 for 15% off now at Built.com. All right, Bill O'Reilly, News of the Week, next. I just want you to think about the news of the week. This week, Andrew Cuomo resigned. The $3.5 trillion infrastructure bill is passing. Mask mandates are back. Afghanistan is lost now. The border crisis is getting worse, and they're sending not our vice president. She's been removed. They're sending now people to Mexico to try to negotiate with Mexico on something, I don't know what. And yet they're telling us and everyone on the team not to use the words Mexican drug cartels. Oh, and uh, Obama had his big birthday bash since last Friday. It's been a pretty intense week. What does Bill O'Reilly think the biggest stories are, the most important stories? We talk to him in 60 seconds. It's Friday. The Glenn Beck Program. Deborah Ann lives in Massachusetts, and for years she has dealt with terrible hip pain. Got so bad that she was having trouble sleeping at night. Deborah Ann, I can absolutely relate to that. Long nights, staring up at the ceiling, doing your, wi- doing your best to wish the pain away. It's tough. But if you'll pardon the expression, Deborah Ann decided not to take it lying down. She heard about Relief Factor on my program, and she was determined to, to give it a shot. After all, what did she have to lose beside more sleep? 
Well, you know the rest. Literally within a few days, she said the inflammation in her hip began to subside. Deborah Ann got her life back and her sleep back now. Relief Factor isn't a drug, but it was developed by doctors. And about 70% of the people who try Relief Factor go on to buy more because it works for them. Try the three-week quick start trial pack for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-583-84. That's relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is joining us now. <clears throat> Bill, this has been a another wild week of news. What do you think the biggest story of the week is? Um, Afghanistan. Mm. And the reason is because it demonstrates, once again, how detached the president of the United States is from That's reality. exactly right. Beck, thank you very yeah. much. So we're off to a good start here, right? Yeah, well, I said that last hour, so you're just probably listening to me and then regurgitating it. Uh, but. Whatever you say, <laughs> I'm hanging on. You know that. All right, so my theory is that President Obama, uh, President Obama, I knew what I was going to say, that President Biden doesn't really know what the issues are from day to day. Mm-hmm. He's not capable of processing information any longer. That is what I believe based upon his demeanor for the past seven months and his campaign. So the first thing he does is single-handedly destroy border security. Correct? Is everybody, does anybody yes. from that? Yes. Executive order dismantles remain in Mexico policy. He single-handedly, no Congress, no Supreme Court, nothing, destroys border security for the United States of America. Correct. Okay. Now, he single-handedly has put Afghanistan in the hands of the Taliban terrorists. Congress didn't do it. Nobody did it. Press didn't do it. CNN didn't do it. No reason for Biden to do this. No reason for him to do it at all. Yet, he says to the Taliban, we're going to take everybody out. We're not leaving a residual 3,000-man force in Bagram, so if you misbehave and lie, uh, you'll get punished. We're not going to do that. Take everybody out. And I know you guys will behave. That's what he did, essentially what he did. And Taliban goes, thank you very much. See you. They did the old steam song, sha na na na, hey hey hey, goodbye, and then they turned around and took over the country. So, Bill, today, as they are, the Taliban is in charge of about seventy percent of the country. They are yep. going door to door, and they are finding girls as young as twelve to be their sex slaves again. Women Absolutely. are shut inside. It is a nightmare that is happening. However, we have. We all knew that this was coming. This is why George Bush didn't stop. This is why uh, Obama said he was going to, but didn't because he knew better. Uh, It's why Donald Trump said he was going to end it, but didn't because he knew better. So do the American people at this? I cannot predict what the American people are going to do or think anymore. Uh, Do they care? Do anything about this because it's too far away and they don't care. And it doesn't directly affect them. So does this hurt so, Joe Biden at all? I mean, this is his yeah, Saigon I mean, moment. It, it, it hurts him, particularly in the eyes of the world, that now, no, everyone knows that Joe Biden is incompetent. 
everyone knows. There isn't anybody who doesn't know that. And if they deny that he's incompetent, then they're lying to you. Because he is. So it hurts Biden in that way. But you've got to remember something. That Biden, while these poor young women are being brutalized, even as we speak, and men, Taliban men, who, uh, you know, will do anything. I mean, there's no law. Yeah, stop. Taliban men are going, and they're killing anybody they don't like. So they're walking into Kandahar, and they don't like you, you get a bullet in the head. So meantime, where is President Biden? Is he in a situation room? No. He's out on the beach in Rehoboth, Delaware, with Jill having mojitos. Hello, I'd like another mojito right over here, please. And, and I'm saying to myself, do you not know what's happening? So, there's an exclusive for the Glenn Beck audience. Okay. You like exclusives for your audience. I do. You? I do. So, I talked to President Trump last night. I talked to him at 7.10 Eastern Standard Time. He called me up. And he was livid about Afghanistan. And he said, I talked to these people, the head of the Taliban, on the phone. I told them that the United States was going to remove most of the troops. But if they made any offensive moves at all, we were going to go back and kill every single one of them. And then he said, with his usual hyperbola, of course, is Donald Trump. If I had been in office right now, this never would have happened. I agree. And I think, I think that's a true statement. I do, too. I was saying to Stu so, last hour, I said, you know, um, Trump brought him to the table, but he, he was a guy who had a twitchy eye, and you don't want to bet against that guy because when he says, you know what, I'm going to come back and kill all of you, you believe he just might be crazy enough to do it. Uh, so, he would do it. You're right. He, I, I, I mean, think look, he would have. He doesn't call me up. I mean, obviously, we're doing the shows together, and we have a business running here, the Trump O'Reilly History Tour. But he, he, was, he was genuinely, what, what, what do you think Biden's doing? And I told him the same thing I told you. He doesn't understand from day to day what's happening, Joe Biden. Okay? Um, now, I can prove that statement because Joe Biden was vice president when Barack Obama pulled all the U.S. troops out of Iraq. And what happened after that? Do you remember back? I'm sure you do. What happened after Obama pulled all the U.S. troops out of Iraq? Uh, it fell. It fell. Well, ISIS came back. ISIS, ISIS took over about half the country and half of Syria. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. And they killed, they massacred Tens of thousands of people. Yeah. This is what happened under Barack Obama. And Biden was vice president. He had to see that. And then Trump was elected. Trump went in and kicked ISIS's butt. That's the history. That's what happened. So now the American people vote out Donald Trump, vote in Joe Biden. He does exactly the same thing that Obama did in Iraq and Afghanistan. But now there's no Trump to come in and kick the Taliban's butt. So now what you're going to have is ISIS and Al-Qaeda, which still exists, will then reconstitute in Afghanistan 
grow in power and recruitment under the Taliban's protection, and the same cycle is going to happen. The same thing's going to happen. Meanwhile, as I mentioned, Joe Biden's on the beach. Mojitos, right here, please. I, I, and, you know, when we talk back on the radio, I'm always thinking, does anybody disagree with what I just said? Is there a human being in this country who could disagree with what I just said? But you'll never hear that on the corporate media. They're going to ignore it. They're going to ignore it like they ignore the border, like they ignore inflation, like they ignore every single blanking thing that Biden is doing to really bring harm to this country. So I said, and tell me if you think I'm wrong on this. I said in less than a year, Joe Biden has destroyed our border. Um, is COVID policy of, you know, masks and, and everything else. He's, he's touting this. However, he is releasing tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people who have COVID directly into our cities from the border and no mention. He has made us oil dependent, energy dependent. I don't know if you saw the latest uh, inflation numbers on just energy. It's up 41 percent, 42 percent for heating oil. And we're in the summer. So he has given us uh, massive inflation, possibly stagflation coming our way. He has had our. You know, basically our helicopters burning in the sand or, you know, the Saigon moment, if you will. He in in uh, in how many months, nine months, eight months, he has accomplished more bad than Jimmy Carter did in four years. I'm not sure about that. Carter did a lot of damage to this country. But again, we go back to the fact that last week, Joe Biden, who shut down the Keystone Pipeline who banned fracking on federal land, who is making every attempt to bankrupt the fossil fuel industry in the United States, yep. demands that the Arabs and OPEC drill more oil. Does that make any sense to anybody? Joe, hello. You're the global warming guy. If you're demanding that OPEC produce more oil, that's going to hurt global warming. So we can't do it here, but they can do it in Saudi Arabia. And Joe is demanding they do it because he is. Well, he's also investigating these evil oil companies for the price increase. Oh, oh. in fact, in my local uh, gas station, Mohammed, who owns it, you know, he's surrounded by FBI. They're coming in. What did you do, Mohammed? Did you move that gas price up three cents? And Mohammed's going, are they going to get me? I said, I don't know, but I'll protect you. Uh, Bill, that was so politically incorrect. I just don't even know where to begin. Uh, I'm just the, reporting I know, Mohammed no, owns I, the gas station in my town. I know. I, do? I know. I know. I know. All right. When we come back, I want to talk to you about the infrastructure bill. Because all the conservatives are saying, As infrastructure, there's no infrastructure. Hell, there's not. That thing is riddled with the Green New Deal and the the uh, the new framework for a country you will not recognize that doesn't have a free market anymore. Why is he saying to OPEC, you have to drill and we're not? 
because we're building entirely new infrastructure, green cars, all of it, all of it, electric, everything. I don't know how we're going to make all that electricity, but uh, I guess wind power is it by 2030. I want to talk about the infrastructure bill when we come back with Bill O'Reilly in one minute. Um, Rectech, Rectech, right now, the kids of the future are not going to know the struggles that we went through with grilling. You're going to be sitting there in your rocking chair telling them about when I was a kid, we had to grill everything ourselves. Uphill both ways. Sometimes things got burnt. And the thing they'll say is, wait a minute, what was a steak? Anyway, um, right now, you have technology of the future uh, to be able to make the best food you've ever made on a grill. Because it not only grills, it's a smart grill, has smart grill technology. It's awesome. It can accurately monitor the whole cooking process and make sure that everything you cook gets heated evenly and perfectly. You can grill, you can smoke, you can even bake on a Rectech. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. They came from cows, kids, and the steaks, and we made hamburger out of it. Oh, Grandpa, you are a monster. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Rectech dot com. Ten seconds, station ID. Bill O'Reilly, um, talk to me about the infrastructure package. Okay, so uh, under President Trump for four years, the federal government spent $7.8 trillion, an enormous amount of money. There's no denying it. You can't make an excuse for it. $7.8 trillion. That's how much the Fed spent under Donald Trump. Now, he'll tell you that he had to do it to get us out of the Obama economy, and to get the private economy on, uh, you know, a uh, good footing, which he succeeded to do. But that's an enormous expenditure. So the progressives, they saw that. And now they say, if Trump can get away with that, we can get away with doubling that. All right. So we can spend between 16 and 22, 23 trillion in four years. You don't think that's real? Is it really what you think they're going to spend? As much as $22 trillion in four yeah, years? Because they, absolutely, because they want to wipe out the capitalistic system. Oh, my God. And that's how it's going to take. Now, remember, they're going to raise taxes. And, and in July, the Fed's got the highest amount of tax money from the American people they ever got in just last month. So they're going to raise taxes again to defray some of that spending. But you see, people don't see the big picture, Beck. They don't understand why all of this is happening. It's happening because the progressive left wants to destroy capitalism. Because they feel like capitalism enriches white men. White men. And they're evil. You know that. White men are evil. And capitalism enriches them and gives them power. Look at Donald Trump. White guy, rich guy, evil guy. So we have to destroy. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. I just want to point out a guy that you can track all of his money back to his businesses, as opposed to the white, evil, rich man that is currently running the country that you can't really track where all of his riches came from. The guy has been in public service his whole life. Gee, how did he get all that money? But part of public service, Beck, and this is what you and Stu don't understand, 
is having China give you money. Yeah, okay. That's part of it. That, yeah, and insider um, trading and raping that, the average that's person. Called, that's called a perk. Yeah. Right? China gives you tens of millions of dollars. Right. Okay. So let's get back to the infrastructure bill and let's get back to the Biden spending plan. They already have a trillion in infrastructure. So roads here on Long Island, where I am, are falling apart. Are roads going to get better here? No. No. Okay, they're not. And they're going to, they'll do some bridge work. They'll, but most of that money is going to the inner cities. Most of the trillion infrastructure going to the inner cities. And in the inner cities, um, there are projects that the money will go to and, and the money will go into that area. Now, is it going to improve the inner cities? No, but it'll go in there. The $3.5 trillion budget that Biden wants, that's the Green New Deal stuff. That's the okay. Yep. Once Americans get addicted to the money we're going to send them every month, and this started with COVID, once you get addicted to that, it's like a drug. Once you get addicted to getting the check directly from us, you're not going to want capitalism anymore because you got to work for cap- you got to work for your money there. That's hard, and you got to get up early. You got to take a lot of crap on the job from people you don't like. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're going to send you money for any reason at all, and we'll keep you afloat, and you'll be able to live at a basic level. You're not going to really have to work. That destroys capitalism. Now, every single merchant and place that I go tells me the same thing. They cannot get workers. Oh, they I know. can't get them. This didn't happen last year in the middle of COVID or two years ago in 2019. But the reason they can't get them now is because Joe Biden and the progressive government is sending people money under any excuse. Which is going in a matter of time. I don't know how long it will take. It will then be called full employment. Those who want to work, uh, it'll change from those who can work to those who want to work and find a job it's and get away. It's even worse than full employment. What they want to do is guarantee. Oh, jobs. I know. I know. So that means if you don't feel like working on Tuesday and Thursday, I don't know if they show up. So, Bill, where, 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 how do you now we're about 30 seconds away from the bottom of the hour. So answer this question when you come back. They don't care about the Constitution anymore. This is all unconstitutional uh, and they know it and they don't care. At what point is there a is there a tipping point? Is there is there anything or does this just this ship just slowly go down to the bottom and the lights click off one by one as we sink? Uh, is there is there no recourse? This is the Glenn Beck program. I want to talk to you about the soundtrack of everyday life out in the world. It is loud. It is busy. <laughs> I mean, I help make that soundtrack every day. It's uh, there's times you just have to tune out. Maybe some good music, a little guided meditation, listening to Andrew Cuomo's resignation speech on on loop for Stu. That's really good. Makes him happy. 
Whatever it is, you're going to want to listen to it with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds. They have um, they come with gel tips for your comfort, a lot, a lot like a, a, the other brands. Um, they don't stick out of your ears. They actually fit comfortably in there. Uh, Raycons have a 32-hour battery life. 32 hours before you have to recharge them so you can listen to what you want when you want for a really long time they start out at half the price of premium audio brands but they sound just as amazing raycons also come with a 45-day happiness guarantee so you can't lose create your own soundtrack with raycon get 15 percent off your raycon order at buyraycon.com slash back that's buyraycon.com slash back and save 15 percent off raycons buyraycon.com slash back head over to blaze tv.com slash glenn promo code is glenn you'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to blaze tv more with bill o'reilly coming up It's Friday. Uh, as the world is uh, burning down, Biden is he's got his priorities uh, right here is uh, Joe Biden discussing uh, new aid in the infrastructure package for the uh, Native American nations, the tribal nations. He is speaking to the Cherokee tribal chief and listen to what he says. Uh, and I finally want to turn to uh, Principal Chief Chuck uh, Hoskins. Uh, Cherokee Nation uh, in Oklahoma. This bill overall has more than $11 billion in investment in Indian country. That is historic, potentially transformational investment uh, for tribes across this country. That's Indian very important. nations, Indian nations. Indian nations across this country Stop. working as... So- he just corrected, he made him, not tribal, don't, don't talk about tribal nations. The white guy schools the chief on what is the right way to address his own people oh my i i my head almost exploded yesterday when i saw that um as you know i wrote wrote killing crazy horse which i think is the best history of the indian wars in america that's ever been put on paper now (laughs) the reason biden made that mistake i love your humility no it's the best part of you <laughs> time is tight. Time is tight. I have right, to right. cut to the. Right? I know. I know. I know. I know. So the reason Biden made the mistake is that he doesn't understand that Native Americans identify more with their tribe. Yep. Than the overarch nation concept. Yep. So if you are a Cherokee or an Apache or a Sioux. That is your legacy. That is your descendants, not the overarch of all the Indian tribes. So Biden has no clue about that. And that's why he he did that. um, Tell me, well, also the arrogance of the progressive. Um, The the question that I had before we went to break was there is a line being crossed here uh, where, you know, when when Jen Psaki said this week, that if, you know, if uh, if what's his name in Florida, DeSantis, you know, says, I'm going to not pay any of the school officials who are breaking the state, you know, no mask mandate. She said, well, we'll just pay them through the you know Department of Education. Completely unconstitutional. They are breaking the Constitution in everywhere, in every way you possibly can. 
and they know it and they don't care. What is and you're the- not going to get any relief from the courts because the courts are there to enforce laws. And in order to do that, there has to be a very specific lawsuit against the Biden administration. So I have said the one way to cripple Joe Biden is for the Republican governors, and maybe you could peel off a couple of Democrats, to file a class action suit, federal lawsuit, against Joe Biden himself on the southern border. Because Joe Biden, as we said at the beginning of this uh, segment, Joe Biden himself destroyed border security in the USA. Just him. Nobody else. He did it. That's demonstrable. It's provable. If the governors banded together and filed a lawsuit against President Biden, saying that he is not upholding established immigration law, which he clearly isn't, that could get to the Supreme Court. That's how you get them. So all of these other things, you can do the same thing. But that's the big one. You've got them there. That's and that is why. I, I've been asked before to uh, speak to a group and I just never had time, et cetera, et cetera. And they asked me this year to speak and I'm going for two days this weekend to spend time with the 21 or 22 uh, GOP attorney generals. So will you tell them what I just told you? I, I am going to tell them that. Tell um, them to get off and I, Here, write this down, Beck. Tell all right. I got a pencil says, and paper. All right. O'Reilly says, quote, get off your butt. Get off your butt. Get together. Formulate a lawsuit against President Biden himself. Alleging he refuses to obey immigration law. It's a class action suit. You all sign on to it. Can you imagine the headlines? Can you imagine the horror that will wreak on the Biden administration? Even if you lose, every person in this country will know how bad Biden is on the border. Well, I am. Uh, I'm going to talk to him about uh, that and and uh, other things. And I I I really want to listen and see uh, if they get it. If they really get it, how many of these guys are really, how many get it? Simple man, you're even simpler than I am. We're simple men. Okay. Does it get any simpler than that? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And that would blow it all up. Okay. All right. The arrogance of the federal government. All right. I got to, I got to switch topics because I will do want to talk to you about the governor of New York. Uh, why why did he wait uh, 14 days? Are you concerned about that at all? And what's the blowback of this? Why would I be concerned that he waited 14 days? New York is the third most corrupt state in the union, and it's not going to be less corrupt once he leaves. <laughs> It'll still be corrupt. I mean, New Yorkers love corruption. They love it. They just embrace corruption. I don't know why, but it's always been here. Now, Cuomo had a bargaining chip. The bargaining chip was, if you prosecute me criminally, 
if you take me in to criminal court and charge me with any crime at all, I'm not going to quit. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to fight and I'm going to destroy you and everybody else in the state. But if you tell me that you won't bring criminal charges, I'll quit. Do you have a source on that, a reliable source, or is that your gut? No. Of course I have sources. I know New York State better than anybody. I know these people. That's what happened. But there's a little bit more to it than that. Andrew Cuomo has $18 million, one eight, mm-hmm. that he can spend any way he wants to spend. I call it the vindictive fund. This is the campaign um, cash fund that he mm-hmm. has. Okay? Mm-hmm. The only thing he can't do is he can't buy a stingray <laughs> or a condo on Park Avenue. He can't mm-hmm. do that. But everything else he can do with the campaign money. So Cuomo could have easily stayed in that office and fended off all of these private losses with the 18 million slush fund and just sat there and said, why should I move impeachment? Go ahead, go ahead and try. You'll see what we do. Because remember in impeachment, he could bring in some of his accusers and his lawyers are going to destroy these women. They're going to destroy them. So nobody wants any of this. That's why the federal government isn't investigating his nursing home thing, which is far beyond the other stuff. Federal government, the Biden uh, Justice Department said, nah, we're not going to do it. Okay. They wouldn't have won that case anyway, because it was uh, a political policy and, and there was no criminal intent. So they would have lost it, but they're not going to do it. And I can almost guarantee you. And if I'm wrong, I'll come back and explain that I'm a dunderhead on the Glenn Beck program, but I don't believe that that Cuomo's going to have any criminal activity at all. And he wants, he wants the civil suits because then he wants to show that he didn't do anything. And look at these women and here's what these women did. Blah, 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 blah. And he's got plenty of money to defend himself. So that's the deal on Andrew Cuomo. What does he do with the money now? Ah, uh, Miami, uh, Dallas, he goes, he has a good time. I, I thought he was, uh, I think that he is planning a comeback. He With $18 million, you become a very powerful political force in New York, do sure. you not? Absolutely. But he can only do a comeback if he destroys his accusers. So that's why he wants these women to sue him in civil court so he can go in with his attorneys uh, and tear them to pieces. Jeez. And Chris Cuomo, does he f- face hey. any repercussions from this at all? <laughs> Wait a minute. Why? How could that possibly happen? How could Chris Cuomo face any repercussions when the management of CNN knew exactly what he was doing? So what is AT&T going to fire everybody at CNN and management along with Chris Cuomo? You can't fire him. They knew exactly what he was doing, and they loved it because he got some numbers, and they don't have any numbers. That means ratings. People don't watch CNN. So Cuomo will come back from vacation, and uh, he'll just look, and uh, Jeff Zucker is boss. There, come on. It really is the end of CNN. I mean, this is this yeah, the Trump. Yeah, the they Trump. Were, they were done before. Yeah, the, the Trump killed CNN. 
and now there's just a slow, painful bleed out on the floor. It's ugly to watch. Isn't that ironic, though, that the people who hated Trump the most, CNN, NBC News, all right, those are the two that hated him the most, New York Times, Washington Post, and print, okay, all of them are suffering now because of the corrupt coverage about Trump. Yeah. Because they went so far overboard that even the people who hated Trump and listened to this stuff every night, they were uneasy about it. Mm-hmm. They didn't, you know, and now they go, you know, we can't really trust these people. And if you're a news agency and you, and people don't believe you anymore, this not going to yeah, watch your yeah. It's happening. Uh, all right. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. Uh, thank you so much for being on with us. We'll talk to you again uh, next week. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. You know, that's why you don't become all that you despise. You don't. You just can't exercise any of the stuff that you do in hatred. Because look at all those that just hated and was like, I'll do anything to get them out. They're done. They're just done. You'd think that their side would be cheering them on, but they know what they did and nobody wants to be around it. There's a lot of ways to waste money. Now, you could invest in a wind farm, but I mean, let the government do that. Other ways to waste money. You could invest in the U.S. dollar, but let the Fed do that. There is the granddaddy of mall. You could uh, let your car's warranty lapse and then not pay for any kind of extended coverage uh, and instead pay for all of the things that your car is going to go through. That is a colossal waste of money. A, a computer chip now goes out on your car. Good luck. That's why getting car uh, covered by car shield is so important. I've probably saved $10,000 over the last few years with my, uh, with my trucks alone because they're older. And they had no warranty and things go wrong and car shield steps up to the plate and they cover anything that is a covered repair. They take care of. I mean, I left there was like a six thousand or something thousand dollar repair. And when I went, I knew it was going to be expensive. And I said, how much was it? And he said, like six thousand. And I said, oh, geez. And he said, oh, yeah, but car shield took care of all of that. And I was I really my first thought was I got to get out of here before they before they change their mind. Uh, Car Shield. It's a real win-win and worth the money you pay um, to have that peace of mind when your car goes down. Deductibles may apply. CarShield.com. Promo code BECK. That's CarShield.com. Promo code BECK or CarShield.com slash BECK and you'll save 10%. CarShield.com slash BECK. This is the Glenn Beck program. Uh... You don't want to miss Monday's program. Uh, I uh, I want to speak directly to the Black Robe Regimen. If you've been listening for a while, you know what that is. And I want to talk to you about uh, the senators and what you can do to influence. Um, but it is time to get serious about standing up and locking arms and having a code of conduct and uh, being part of the solution and not part of the problem. Uh, but we need to stand up in our own communities. Um, by the way, uh, our 10-year anniversary of Mercury One 
is happening. It's a 10-year anniversary, and we're having it at the uh, Toyota Music Center that's here in Dallas. Uh, and I'm going to be there. It's, uh, the, the whole event is just about the power of one. The power of one individual standing up. And what happens when you multiply that uh, with other people that realize the power of one? Uh, I've been preparing for this for a while, and uh, I can't wait for you to be there. It's on Saturday, October 9th. Uh, the power of one, renewing kindness. Uh, we also are proud to announce that we have uh, American Idol former contestant and major Christian recording artist Danny Gorky and Colton Dixon. They're performing live at the Mercury One event. They're actually making it one of their tour stops in their new uh, tour, Stand in Faith. So it's going to be a great special evening celebrating 10 years of Mercury One. And it'll be hosted by me uh, and uh, David Barton and a lot of other friends are going to be coming it's at the Toyota Music Factory in Irving, Texas. That's right down the street. Maybe we'll do a museum thing. I don't know if we if we can handle all of that, but uh, I'd love to show you around the museum that weekend as well. We have a next chapter for M1, and we have a good foundation that has taken us 10 years to build. Go to m1nextchapter.com to get your tickets. m1nextchapter.com or mercuryone.org. But get your tickets now and join us. Renewing kindness, the power of one. 10-year anniversary of mercuryone.org. Grab your tickets there now.